Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Rep the District. Party sensation here with the news that the Snyders will be the franchise. Uh, good times, good times. Of course, I'm Nathan Perry. We got Trev. We got the stoner in with us today. Uh, it is going to be one heck of a show. Uh, obviously, like I said, uh, here in the warm-up, we will be talking about the, the that the Snyders are exploring a sale of the team. William Jackson III was traded for peanuts. Uh, Rivera's mother's passing. Chase Young is practicing. Feds are investigating. And uh, B-Rob's shooters, or at least shooter, has been arrested. More on that for the warm-up later. And the cool-down, we'll be giving you our predictions. Little dollar-dollar in the game. We will actually be talking about football today. That is going to happen. A lot of non-football news is coming around. But we will be talking about the Vikings game. Kirk coming back to D.C. T.J. Hawkson gets his second stab this season against the Washington Commanders. Of course, the injury report and how Washington is going to win. Because I'm telling you what, guys, after the news today, I I can't I can't pick against Washington. Not today. That's not going to happen. No. Um, Are we using this new format right here? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is our yeah. new format. Oh, all right. Word. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, do not rain on our parade here. Appreciate all selling. those in the chat. Doug is saying he's not selling. I don't know. A lot of reports out there. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Of course, hit the sponsorship messages real quick. We are, in fact, sponsored by <laughs> Manscaped. Go ahead and head out to manscaped.com. Use the code REF. That's R as in REF. E as in F and F as in F. That's going to get you 20% off and some free shipping. Ooh. Of course, you can head down to Skybar down in Lexington as well. Hey, See Trev in person. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, use use the name Ref the District. Your first drink will be on us. So right. make sure to take advantage of that. And then we're also sponsored by Pacers Running for every run. They've got you taken care of. Hit them up in the DMV area or online. And uh, they are great people, and they've even donated shoes. That's right. You can get a pair of shoes by uh, donating to Fisher House through the Ref the District uh, site right here at the bottom of our screen. Season of Given is still going on strong. We've actually surpassed the goal of 500. Keep going. Keep it going because the, the tickets were given away valued at $800. We got two $100 gift cards. We got a pair of shoes valued, I think, around $130. Um, you got uh, a D'Angelo Hall jersey. All of that is going to be up for raffle. All you have to do is get in donation. We appreciate all that money being given to a great cause there for the Fisher House. So appreciate everyone already in the chat. We got Michael, Doug, Redskins Weekly, Gus Bus EP between the uprights, Nick laughing at our dance moves. I would be too. Uh, ben Willard is the party about Snyder. Absolutely. So exciting. 
Uh, Germata, is this real? I'm hoping it really is real. We got Trey, the wave, everybody in the house. Mike here as well. Tanner, good to see you as well. Trev's got his hand raised. What we got? I uh, got a message from the EP. She's not a fan of the new look format of the three. Uh, All right, well, EP can take it, take it up with us afterwards. Ah! Well, that, well, actually, you know, that might be a good question. You know, put it to the chat as well. If, if sure. people like this format uh, as opposed to what we've been doing in the past. Right, old so. format, Jay Cooper already in there. Old format's better than the new format. All right. Uh, so, all right, so all right. That's was, two, two for old. Two, two, two votes for the old. We'll let that go in there as as uh, in the chat, like uh, Stoner said. Get in there. Let us know. Old format, new format. We were trying something different. I have some gra- not graphics for today, but we tried this on, on Monday's show, and yeah. we had some graphics there. So we'll see. Um yeah, it looks a little blurry, old format, greater than this. All right. Well, looks like I guess we're just going to go ahead and switch it. That's I don't I haven't seen a single new new, Me new vote there. So let's go ahead and switch it up there. We are, if nothing else, if for nothing else, we're here for the people. That's right. We listen. Um, I feel like we were doing all bets aside again with that format. Remember that? <laughs> it's been a while since we've had an all bets aside. Hey, Nathan, you sound different. I do oh. sound different. This is a different microphone. Uh-oh. And then I, that sounds and then I got really, really good. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Christmas to Nathan Perry. Yeah. Ago. Big shout out to EP. Yeah. EP was not going to get denied. EP always gets what she wants. <laughs> That's uh, true. And she, she gets me what I want as well. So I've been dreaming and talking about this, uh, this uh, Roadcaster Pro 2. And it finally came in, uh, thanks to my lovely wife, who yep. uh, knew that I wanted it, knew that I was saving up money for it, and got it to me as a Christmas present and as a uh, ret- early retirement gift because I will be retiring from the Air Force next year. So, uh, big big applause and much love to EP for that one. Uh, sound effects in there already, and yeah, everything. sound effects, I mean, and like, all, all sorts of good stuff. Real. <laughs> All right. I, would, I I would like to say uh yeah. um I did steer her towards like future use of it. You know, with the four mics and four headphones and all that yeah. so it can be used on the road. Yes. Other than what you're just using it for now. Oh right? yes. Well, so you're all set up for the future as well. What's really great about this is I know a lot of people loved the soundboard for the game with like the chains moving and like the yeah. everything like that. I don't have it set up in here right now for that, but eventually this is what's nice is I literally am just going to move this over to where I watch the the games and everything will be there. Nice, clear and crisp the way you're hearing me now. So big improvement uh, for that. So now I want um, one. Yeah. Oh, much. Yeah, love. Oh, man. It's so good. It's so good. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of good content coming. DMV mess hall. Play that air horn. That's right. There you go. Love to see it. That's probably going to be today's uh, chime for any of the super donations. Okay. So we'll see see that. But let's go ahead and get into that commander stock, especially because yep. we got a little happy birthday message here to what Mike up? Lee in the chat. Today's my birthday. Nice. This Dan news is the best birthday gift. Wow. It It's I, happy birthday, Mike. And by golly, this has to be this bar none, gentlemen, is mm-hmm. the best day 
for the Washington football franchise under mm-hmm. Dan Snyder. Uh, yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. No, oh, it's the best wow. day since he signed a dollar line to take over the joint. Like, wow, that's that's heavy. I haven't looked that far back as far as ninety nine, right? The number mm-hmm. one best day. I mean, what think about, about bringing it. what about bringing Gibbs back? Nah, Gibbs two That was a big deal. Bro. It was a big deal, but not bigger than this. No, I'm talking <laughs> about at the time. At the time, okay. it was a big deal, right? I mean, deal. it was a big deal. You're it bringing a, a Hall deal. of Fame legend back. This is bigger. This is bigger. This is bigger. Okay. This, this is bigger. bigger. This is bigger than all of the all of the the playoffs being made. Bigger than the any of the games. Okay. I mean, last we, we were talking about the uh, 2005 you know, Monday night comeback against Dallas. As exciting as that was, yeah. The day is prob is bigger. I'm gonna yeah. just go ahead and say it. Today is bigger. The absolute best day will become when he actually sells the team, though. And yeah. let's talk about why we're even bring this up. Okay, Trev, where were you when you first heard the news that that Dan Snyder and Tanya Snyder, you know, got with Bank of America to look, you know, at offers for the team? Where were you? I was right here in this very spot. I'm in mean, right now in my bedroom. My normal routine is waking up, watching Get Up, and then 9.30, Undisputed, 12 o'clock, Pat McAfee. So, right, I was watching Undisputed on Twitter, you know, just doing my own thing, and I saw that coming through, and I was like, wait a minute. Nah, this sounds like it could be fake. Like, he's not just going to. And then more reports came out, and Adam Schefter came out, and Ian Rappaport, and then Ben Standig, and I was like, I jumped for the timeline was going crazy. I was yeah. treating like my, my tail off. I was, I'm so excited. I mean, we'll probably get to details soon, but when it came out saying even minority majority, I don't care. At this point, he's selling. Uh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I was just right here chilling on Twitter, and it just it just blew up the internet. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that original message that came through was from yeah. Forbes.com. Forbes, the article posted. Trav, you kind of mentioned there in Stoner. What was your reaction when you heard? that kind of it was minority it could mean minority or you know majority what what did that take it out of your sale you know the wind out of your sails a little bit or you know how how did that happen because that kind of everyone kind of like was immediately was like what and then they read that line they're like "Mm, maybe not not enough to get excited about it yeah but it but it quickly it, it it very quickly a lot of people got behind the reports and got more information from it Mm-hmm. And started kind of processing it and just figuring out that it doesn't make sense for anybody for him to sell just a minority stake in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You wouldn't advertise that. Right. You and you wouldn't make quick, a statement from the team for a minority. You don't. Real, you don't do that. Yeah. And people, not to cut you off, but people are saying that he, this could be minority because he, remember, he like, bought the other minority stakes beforehand. So he has total mm-hmm. control. And maybe he's trying to look for somebody to take that spot again so he can get extra cash. Mm-hmm. And maybe use it for a new stadium. But I'm with Houston. I don't think you make that statement. It's just a minority stake. Did he did he make a statement when he was uh, no. buying them out no. or or anything like that? No, you don't no, make a team statement. A team statement. Right. Not a not a report from somebody. Mm-hmm. A team statement that we are looking at selling part, you know, selling the team. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's a whole different level. That's yeah. a whole different I, I have a list of people that would want to be a minority owner under Dan Snyder. You guys ready for this? Yeah. yeah. 
There it is. That's the whole list. <laughs> not yeah. not a single person wants right. to be a minority owner under oh. Dan Snyder. Not a single well, person. RG three does, but. No, no. RG three is trying to get a, a minority ownership group together yeah, to go group. in and buy with somebody else exactly. as somebody buys the team, which is possible. You might you might have you know a group uh, that uh, that that's out there, and there yeah. were reports that came out that there are already four bidders kind of in there. Mm-hmm. And that this might have been kind of to make it public, so that way that bidding war between those four gets a little bit more pressure yeah. under it. Where so, were you, Nathan, when you got that? I was at work, uh, and all of a sudden I just kind of check my messages, like some of uh, the people in the chat have talked about. And oh my goodness, I was just <laughs> like, I, I'm sitting there trying to watch uh, for for you know little insight of what I kind of do. I'm monitoring the uh, chief of space operations transition ceremony, the number one swapped to the number two. It's my job to make sure it all like goes out on uh, all the sites and stuff like this. Right. And uh, so I'm monitoring that and I happen to look at my phone and then I'm trying to monitor while I'm monitoring the situation with the Snyders. And, and at first I was kind of with you guys, I was excited. And then I saw that message and I was like, no, but then the reports kind of came, they're going to look at all options and then the statement was released from the commanders. Right. That, that was a big deal. That that was Huge. a big deal because that did not deny that no. they were looking to sell the team. Not not no. just a minority. They could have come no. out and said that, hey, we're just looking to grab minority owners. We're not going to sell the whole team because up until this point, I mean, two weeks ago, it was just two weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, mm-hmm. the official commander statement, I have it here uh thanks to uh, just JP read the last Finley. line yeah is is uh uh two-year misinformation campaign to coerce the sale of the team which will continue to be unacceptable <laughs> what was part, the last line though that, that that that's the statement that i'm reading right now the whole statement oh. the official commander statement was it's hard to imagine a piece that is more categorically untrue and is clearly uh, part yeah. of a well-funded two-year misinformation campaign to coerce the sale of the team, which will continue to be unsuccessful. And here we are. That was two weeks ago. Light just went out. Yeah, but there was the maybe it's maybe it was a different statement that they put out. Are you looking at the uh, statement for the today's today? statement? Which um, statement are you talking? No, about? I'm just talking about that statement. Remember when I think it was after the ESPN report that came mm-hmm. out. So that was probably a month. Maybe two months October ago, October thirteenth is when when they that the statement that I just read. Yeah, remember at the at the very bottom after the ESPN report came out, they said we will never, we will never sell, oh, sell yeah. the team. Yeah, he also they said will he never, never change the, the name of the, of the franchise, and he changed it twice. Yeah, I know, but this was just like this was just like a month ago. Yeah, where they were very adamant about about that statement that they said they what, will right never now. sell, which they will yeah. never do. Something to that effect that. That they I'm say DMV mess all here. Yeah. And Mr. Ursay yeah. will conclude that there, there is go. no reason for the Snyders to consider selling the franchise and, and they, they won't. won't. Thank you. I think all. Sunday, bro. I think Ursay really, I think he put a little bug in Dan Snyder's ear and was like, look, your best bet is to go ahead and just sell it. I know I said that you probably shouldn't. It's the best move not to, but y'all just beat us and no one likes you still so just i can get you in touch with the bank of america securities they're really good at finding really good buyers just hear me <laughs> out and dan was like okay 
There's no doubt. There's no doubt that he doesn't want to sell the team. He does not want to sell the team. And there's a lot of things that built up to this point to get to this point, right? All the things that are going on. We've talked about ad nauseum on our show and everywhere Mm -hmm. and on, on social media and everything, but it's built up so high so much now that it's just become untenable for him to be there. And then after all this, another report comes out today that said mm-hmm. the feds, not, not your local police force, nah. not some guy who, who's a PG County uh, prosecutor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The feds are now mm-hmm. investigating this organization for yeah. financial improprieties. In the words of, of Bickle, of, of EB from the junkie. He gone. He gone. He gone. So all of this is just built up to this point now where he just doesn't have a choice anymore. Nope. And I and somebody said this and I don't it's kind of it's kind of hard to connect these dots, but somebody said this mm-hmm. that on uh the last week the last home game yeah. and Tanya Snyder was up on the board about the breast cancer awareness, yeah. right? And she was booed. Yeah. Okay? And she was hit with sell the team chance. Yeah. And that was like the last straw. To where maybe she was just like, that's it. We, yeah. I'm not going to go down as a villain in mm-hmm. this whole thing. I've done so much for the NFL. Stop Remember, the breast cancer awareness, the whole thing with the NFL, she started it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Tanya well, Snyder. Snyder was the <laughs> one who started that entire thing for the entire NFL. Yeah, And she was booed when they showed her message on the board. And she yeah, probably told Dan, said, I can't do this anymore. I can't be a villain. Either me or the franchise. Pick one. <laughs> so all of that adds up. Maybe and she's smarter than uh, Tom Brady on that one, huh? And I kind of put out there that that's, there's a possibility that he has seen the Mary Jo White. I was going to say, stuff. something. He's got hints. He's got inklings. He's got inside he's intel. Got a, something. He knows he's going to have to go out. Something, yes. Because, I mean. And you yeah. remember the, the Wilkinson investigation when it got leaked? to our sources that we spoke to and our sources said that it was their recommendation that Dan needs to sell the team. Yeah. Okay. Now that never came out officially because the way they handled it, but this has just been building literally for a couple of years and it's just become untenable. He's going to go out a rich man. I saw somebody in here say around 8 billion or whatever. I've already heard upwards of 10 billion. Oh, wow. I've heard, I don't know what they call that. Like, you know, you call six figures is, you know, like a hundred thousand, seven figures is, is a million or whatever. Eight, I've heard like 10 figures, which is like $10 billion. Maybe it's, I don't know. I can't do that math. That's What do you much. guys think about that statement that they released from the team? The last paragraph about the Snyders will remain committed and the, not verbatim, but pretty much saying that remain committed to making sure it's the best franchise and keep the culture alive and da, 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 da. What did you guys think of that? Did you guys? I think, think it's trying to get out ahead of that Fed report that mm-hmm. uh, ESPN published just a little bit afterwards. And as and and there's you know P4 and and I know there's other people who have this mentality here. You know, I would never sell. <clears throat> and, and and honestly, Dan, I think was in that boat as well. He mm-hmm. did not want to sell this team, but it looks like he's going to get forced out. And yeah. I think that he's trying to before he gets forced. before before he gets forced out resigning before team. he gets fired. Pretty the, much, the team has more mm-hmm. value with him with him voluntarily selling the team than when all these reports hit and he is forced out 
it's going to cut the value. And that's why that's kind of my theory with this is, you know, yeah. they he they're pushing out the news of the Bank of America. They're trying to get ahead of all of the, the reports and mm-hmm. all of this that's happening because yeah. they want the bidding war to kind of kick up and push the button prior to all of that hitting. So he's not going to have a choice, I think, by the end of it. And and that's and honestly, like I said, for me, the turning point. You, if you're a longtime listener, you know Stoner's been kind of he's never been with this right now. He's kind of seeing the smoke for it, and Mm -hmm. Trev and I have kind of gotten excited a couple different times when they when the commanders released the report. You know, you know, addressing the Bank of America thing, and they did not deny, and they've come out and said we're looking at all options. Yeah, that to me was just like, okay, this is happening. Just this is yeah. this is no longer something that is on the horizon. This is happening right now, and 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 honestly, as a fan, it is exciting. I don't think it really affects the on-field play. If anything, I think it's probably distraction for the players, mm-hmm. but not for the year. fandom. For the fandom, it's excite exciting. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for this year, there's not going to be too much of an impact. You'll probably start to see an impact later. You'll see an impact when the stadium deal gets done off of this. Yes. Like this is this is huge. huge. Like I said, I'm not joking when I said this right now is the biggest day. Mm-hmm. I said it's the best day, but it's the biggest day of Dan Snyder's tenure as the owner of this franchise. Yeah, personally, yeah, 100, 100. And some people have talked about this whole. Uh, when he sells the team, they're going to have a parade and everything. There will be a parade. There will be a parade. Now, I don't know how big it's going to be. There will be some sort of parade in downtown for when it actually happens. It, you know, We like to goof on it, but it's definitely going to happen. And Nathan, you already said this, but I was in the same boat kind of like when I saw that it could be minority instead of majority. I was like, oh, that would be a snake thing for Dan Snyder to do, which is get everybody's feathers ruffled and be like, I'm just selling my my, my minority stake but when yeah, all the reporters asked for clarification they said we're exploring all options yeah that let me know green light that's on the whole franchise because like and you the, said with minority they would have said minority from the beginning but it's, yeah it's or at least saying that they're looking at possibly a mine like the learners right. did when they said they're going to sell the nationals they yeah. said maybe it's going to be a minority stake or whatever mm-hmm. we don't know we're just looking at all these different options well this one was just like we're looking at the possible <laughs> sale of the team. Well, you yeah. don't put that out there unless you're going to sell the team. And apparently Adam Schefter was on camera saying that this is not a minority sale. It's definitely a whole franchise sale. I haven't seen a video of him saying that. Yeah, because it actually didn't way. happen. That was it's, one of those that somebody ran with. It didn't happen. Uh, okay. yeah, it wasn't it. quite. Yeah, it he wasn't quite. A right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of statement there. Uh, P4, man, I'm a little scared, though, about this because who will this new owner be? At this point? I don't give really, a damn. Is this yeah. worse than Dan Snyder? Can it be it, worse than the? It the, could the, be. It could I mean, be. It could. I mean, theoretically, yes. But who are but, we to worry about that right now? Yeah, I don't care. It could I'm, be I'm talking about I'm losing board. for two decades. I'm talking yes. about uh, <clears throat> impropriety on the financial side. I'm talking about yeah. cheerleader videos of them half nude and essentially making them prostitutes. Okay. I don't know that the, the next owner can be worse than that. I really don't know that they, I mean, it's that, that bar has been set very, very low and I don't think anybody can limbo 
underneath that bar. Normally, it's a high bar. This is a very low bar that Dan Snyder has put on, and I don't like. You need to go digging. You totally to be worse than that. You totally could have somebody come in who's a very uh, fiscally conservative uh, owner. You know, like the the. I'm just thinking in baseball terms. You know, teams like the Royals and the Pirates. You know, they're just worried about the bottom line and making money, and they don't care about you know being a winner. That could happen. We don't know, but let's deal with that when that becomes yeah. a thing. For right fair, now, fair. the point is to get this one out and start fresh and really start fresh. And somebody put it in there. Was it Jay Cooper? Maybe they even changed the name. I doubt it. <laughs> but but that could be a whole thing. You get a new owner, you get a new franchise, you get a new name, you get a whole new branding, you got all new executives, you got a whole you got new coaching staff, you got new front. It could be. You never yeah, know there, how that whole there thing is going to be a lot of change that comes with it. Maybe not that, maybe not a name change, but you're going to see a lot of, uh, yeah, Trev's doing totally the howling. Could. You may, maybe, totally could. Maybe <laughs> that the, their lawyers are like, you know what, just pony it up. That's what yeah, people wanted before. Just pay it. it you want to, you want to win them over right away. Yeah, One of the other fears that I think a lot of people had as well was a new owner moving the franchise. I that's don't see that happen. happening. The NFL yeah, has to approve that. The owners, the other baby owners. Baby steps, guys. That baby steps. We just got to get somebody in yeah. the office chair of Dan Snyder, and then we'll. We just but they're not going to approve that anyway. The owners yeah. are not going to have a, a Washington D.C. franchise move out. That's not going to happen. So I mean, I mean, I'm talking smack here. Who knows? That might actually happen. But a lot of lot of definitive but statements. I, w- I will say this. I will say this. We've talked about this whole selling the team as long as we've had a podcast here, right? And we were very adamant, at least I was very adamant, that he will never, ever sell the team, right? And all this stuff has come out, and people are saying, hey, let's be cautious. Let's just wait and see what happens. I'll believe it when I see it. Let me just say right now, very definitive. You can cut this up if you want, but put a marker down on the front right here. The Dan Snyder is selling this team. He is selling the majority stake, at least, in this <laughs> It's happening. It's, I don't know how long it's going to take, but it is 100% happening. So get that doubt out of your mind now about whether or not it's really going to happen. It is 100% happening. You're not going to have all this momentum out there and then have him come out and say, eh, I changed my mind. No, 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 no. Then he's going to get forced out. Big, big things coming, big, big things coming in regards to that action around him selling this. This is a possibility, too, by the way. This is this Mm -hmm. opens up the RFK site. okay? because now you have people who you will have at some point, you will have people who are willing to deal with the mayors, the federal government, whatever it takes. They won't deal with Dan Snyder because the way he's treated them in the past and the way he's backed out on deals, right? This brings RFK area. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's going to be a, it's kind of a uh, double barrel here of good stuff as far as the stadium's concerned. One, you remove Dan Snyder, the one no one wants to do business with. Mm -hmm. And then two, by the time the sell happens, the sale happens, it's post-election 
Mm-hmm. You don't have people's, you know, politicians having to, you know, maneuver that kind of, you know, election time, you know, you know, politics. They just got to go, hey, you know what? This would be something we can get behind and people mm-hmm. would be really happy right now. Or if they're Absolutely. mad, they're not going to be mad, you know, later because it's going to be, you know, past that time. So I think that there is absolutely going to get be some momentum there. And whether or not it's at the RFK location, whether or not it just has to be in DC. That's it. I, I just somewhere in DC, somewhere near a, a, a metro line, make it easy for people to enjoy our team. Mm-hmm. That's what they need to do. Congress can extend the lease now because they're not dealing with Dan Snyder. DC City Council can approve it or will be for it because it's not Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder has been the reason they're not going to RFK. With him out of there, everything is in play. Of course, it depends on who buys the team. Maybe if it is like a Bezos or something and and he has bad political connections in DC, it could go bad. But he's got you know a lot of power, a lot of money. Who knows? But with Dan out, that opens up everything. And I mean... Off the field, I mean stadium. I mean, uh, an office. I, yeah, yeah. Free I mean, agency, trade, offseason moves, all of that. Trev, everything, one hundred percent. That changes yeah. everything. Yes. So that's the exciting part of it all, and it could blow up in our face. Who knows? Stop it! But, Don't put that bad. But for right now, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a really big deal, and I'm super excited. It's going to happen. Oh. I hope oh. it doesn't take too long. No, I think it should happen before next season. I, I do think oh, it's, it's going to move quickly. Do I don't think it's going to be that quick. It look is going to move quickly. Look before at the Nationals. Season. Look at the Nationals. So we're going to go through a whole other year with Dan Snyder before. Probably. Probably. Or at least sometime next year. I think the uh, the Broncos would be a, a reasonable kind of look at how long yeah. this could potentially How long take. did that one go, though? It went went several months. It went. It was... It was because yeah. uh, we were talking last year with the the beat reporter. I'm sorry, I forget her name off the top of my head. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, but she she uh, she talked about the Susie the bidding war. Yes. Yeah, Susie. That's who it was. Susie Morgan. Yeah. Oh, there go. Pull. Yeah, I like my flowers, please, for that pull. <laughs> that was quite the pull. And by the Man. way, I, I can't get over it. I am so jealous of Nathan's mic. That mic yeah. is so sick. I know. I'm over well, here. Conveniently, there are four of them in that box, and I can I can get you guys. Well, Trev, you've been through like three mics already. I've been so through two. Okay. I'm, I'm, I might give you my old Yeti. That that you might get hey, this I'll this guy it. here. I'll take so. it. <laughs> I'll take it. Sorry, I didn't mean to change the subject, but man. Yeah. Really all right, cool. let's uh, let's move on. Uh, we're probably going to be talking about that all night long in some some way. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on to uh, some sadder news before we get back into the football. And that was uh, we want to give our public condolences to Ron Rivera and his family as they're dealing with the passing of Ron's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so. From my understanding, he's still going to be with the team. He's still going to be there for for this game uh, coming up. But he, you know, he's having a lot to deal with, and this is kind of one of those things that he's had to deal with for the, his his whole tenure here. There's just always been something going on outside, and now 
He's got to answer questions about the team being sold, and he's got to answer questions about Chase Young being back and William Jackson third being traded and now his mom passing. So we just want to extend our, our deepest condolences and thoughts out to the Rivera family. Yeah, absolutely. He's He's been through a lot, and he's handled it all very classy, yeah, uh, very privately, yeah. even with his cancer stuff and with his mother. So props awesome. to him. We give him a hard time about his coaching decisions, his GM decisions, you know, all that stuff. But he has been nothing but classy yeah, as the coach that. of this team. So, And the fact that, that he came back to practice – and attended the press conference with his mom doing this speaks volumes of what he what he means and what yeah. this team and the organization means to him. Yeah, you know what I mean, he could have easily just taken the weekend off and done that, but he's already back at practice. Just speaks volumes what he how he feels about this organization as a whole. So he's yeah. a hell of a guy, man, hell of a guy. He is good. Well said, Trev. Yeah, absolutely. So one of those things that he did have to answer to today was that William Jackson III trade. Mm -hmm. Washington traded away William Jackson III for a conditional pick. It was a pick swap Mm -hmm. in 2025 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) Uh, Stoner, what do you you make of this? uh, I mean, this is like seriously, it's what, two two seasons? Three seasons really away because 2023, 2024, then 2025. That's yeah. how long we have to wait. And it's a late round pick stoner. Yeah. I mean, they were going to release him anyway. Uh, and and you didn't, like you said, it's a swap. So all you're doing is swapping Six a sixth, seven. yeah, seventh for a sixth or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not that, that big a deal. But, I mean, you were just going to release him anyway. So it's, it's really kind of the same thing. I and love it. It. it doesn't change how it, the cap hit. I was going to say, yeah. Right? It's a dead cap. If he's not on your team, it's a dead cap of nine million for next year, whether yeah. he's traded or released. So yeah. you just got you got like yeah. this form. Just which just, is to, what we all just want. to clarify, there is a little bit of a cap savings that's involved. Oh, so sure. there, well, it's a cap it, savings, but yes, not with the trade as opposed to releasing. It's the same cap hit, same dead cap hit. Yes, and that's what I'm saying is like yeah. by 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 getting rid of him, you at least get something in return. Yes, it's three yeah. years away, uh, but I think it was, and we have uh, Michael in here, uh, fourteen million dollars off the books, and I, yeah. I think it does come down to I think next year like nine million dollars in savings, and the year after like twelve or something around there. No, I it, think I, to clarify, for next year it would have been a $22 million cap hit if he's on the team. Mm. If he's not on the team, it's a $9 million cap hit. So you're oh, saving $12.75 million there we go. by not having him on your team. So if you have him, you're you're paying him a lot. If so you don't have him. The Geico is what you're saying. Yeah. So <laughs> And it doesn't matter if he's not on your team via trade or being released. It's the same dead cap hit, which is dead cap means he's not on your team. Well, to, to pivot from the money, I'm glad he's gone, and I'm glad that Ron Rivera was so transparent as the reason why, but yeah. I'm not happy hearing that because it's like, don't you work out this player? Don't you go over yeah. your scheme, and don't you do this and this and that? And sure. it's taking you a season and a half for him to request a trade, have a degenerative disc in the back, 
be benched for you to realize, oh, we were wrong. I mean, it takes. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy that he came out and said he was wrong because a lot of other teams are just like, oh, it's not a good fit and move on. Yeah. He admitted that they dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you don't want to hear that because of the money we spent, the person he was, the player he is, and we thought we could just plug and play instead of actually catering to. Like yeah. he made a comment saying like he's an actual man corner. Well, what the hell do you think he was when he's been saying the whole time like? Well, I mean, you knew you knew that going in. Yeah, and there's a lot of nuance to that, though. There's there's a lot of nuance to that because, yes, he specialized in being a man corner. But if you look at all of those stats again, I'm not a stat nerd, but I do pay attention to some of the stats. They they ran a man concept like 47 percent of the time, and if you watch a lot of the plays in which you see the back of his jersey, you see his name on the back, he started yeah. off in man coverage. He did. And he just got beat because he wasn't talented enough. Now that goes back to maybe he wasn't talented enough. Why did you sign him? Yes. But the whole thing about this whole man versus zone sort of deal is well, a little bit overblown. I get it. Because they still play man half the time. Yeah. and he's still, But he's still getting beat in man yeah. coverage as well. But it was definitely not a good fit. And maybe, just maybe, I'm not trying to say anything bad about him, but maybe he was just happy to get the money. Yeah, you're right. And that was it. He got his bag. He was he was set. And he lost the fire. Oh, that happens to guys. Um, they lose that fire when they get that bag. What you got? Um, I think that's I'm a bit harsh, him. Stoner. Yeah, but, yeah. But doesn't that happen to a lot of guys? When, sure, once, sure. Like the Albert Hainsworths of the world yes, and stuff exactly. like that. That's exactly. not well, – I think William Jackson was trying out there. Yeah, I think he like actually he, wanted to be here. He he wanted to be here. He wanted to be successful. So I, I'm more in line with Ron Rivera taking this one on the chin yeah. and saying, hey, mm-hmm. I'm, we messed up. We brought yeah. him in here. We and, and, and to your point, Trev – they did try him out. They did look at the tape and they're like, this guy has what we want. And we think that what he does can translate to our scheme. Mm-hmm. They were wrong. Ron yeah. Rivera said that flat out. We yeah. were wrong. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think William Jackson's going to do well. I mean, he played well before coming here. I'm not saying that he he's going to, I'm not saying he's going to be an all pro corner guys. That's oh, not no, what I'm trying no, to say no. here, but no. I think that he's going to be a, NFL caliber corner. Okay. You know, we were, we were yelling Fuller's name a lot more than we were yelling William Jackson, the third's name. You're right. He's going to be just fine out there in Pittsburgh or wherever he ends up landing. But I I don't think it was, he got his money and he just kind of stopped playing. I think that he really just did not match with this. And you see, and you see that there's players all the time who they transfer to teams and you know they they just don't mix with that team. Or you have the Fullers of the world who maybe lose a step. That's what oh, I think has happened with Kendall Fuller. I don't think William Jackson necessarily lost a step. I just think that when he transitioned the scheme, you can see that there's the communication issues with McCain and the rest of the DBs, where it's just mm-hmm. like, wait, I thought you were going to have them, and a lot of that you know ends up on him. And then he just doesn't play well, that kind of the quicksand mentality. Yeah. And so that's what I think happened to William Jackson the third. If the report never came out about William Jackson wanting a trade and then him saying, I never said that or whatever, mm-hmm. do you think we still would have 
traded him if he never asked for a trade? Or do you think we would just yeah, absolutely. Ride it, ride it out with his injury and then let him come no, back? No, they would have. They would have released him. You think so? No matter yeah, like even, for real. Yeah, he wasn't. He he just as we've been saying he wasn't a fit. Well, nobody would. I I just there was no rumblings about it before the fact that he requested a trade, and then after mm-hmm. that, it was like we got to get rid of him now. Yeah. So like, I don't know. If that, yeah, there's stuff going on that we don't know about behind the scenes, but it it just wasn't working. Yeah, it, and it, and it could not just be. Go. It could. It could also be with the agent too. So, oh, sure. uh, you know, a lot of us want to put it on the player because that's the one that we're familiar with. But the agents do a lot of that behind the the scenes stuff as well, yeah. where they're just like, "Hey, you know, you're not playing my guy. You're gonna. You're playing a guy named Wild Goose over yeah. him. Yeah. And really, yeah. that just doesn't jive with me. So we got to get that him, uh, get- somewhere else there." We're gonna see see the real wild goose here in the next couple weeks. I I am not a wild goose guy. He is not. No one is. He is not gonna. He's gonna. We're gonna be killing him for the next couple weeks. Yeah, he is so not a good corner this week too. So which, which is too bad. Which is too bad. But we'll see how that goes. But uh, but kind of going back to why they signed him and everything. You know, they guys make the, every team does this. Every team makes these mistakes. You don't. It's not fair when I mean it's not. It's okay to blame Rivera and all them and and say I wish you hadn't made that mistake, but they they did, and it's just and they admitted it. And they admitted right. it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they admitted it. And and sure, the pain of him of releasing him after spending all that money on him, it doesn't make it any better that they're admitting it. But hey, they're taking responsibility for it. The coaching staff and the and the front office staff, they're taking responsibility for it. So. Let's just say, hey, that one didn't work out. You know, Kenny Galladay didn't work out for the – or hasn't worked out for the Giants. Much worse, I think, contract in that regard. Yeah, every team. And then we thought Curtis yeah, Samuel was going to be on that list, and he, he's turned the corner this year, obviously, and he's he's earning his bag this year. I mean, you got Russell Wilson, who was extended for like $200 million, and he's right. not – not doing so well there in Denver. So, yeah, there's a lot of options there. Caleb asked, wouldn't this fall on the DB coach for them not doing well? I mean, I, the same regards, I think you have to look at the the turnaround or the fact that they have two strong safeties and, you know, you know what uh, Coach Harris is doing there. Now, I do think that's a little bit uh, I, I probably on the DB coach. You can look at Jack Del Rio as well. What I love, and we talked about this when it came to the Jamin Davis comments, is when things don't go right, the leadership needs to take credit for that, right? It's right. that's a that's a me thing. I failed, you know, not not the player, not mm-hmm. the coaches that that are underneath me, but me. Put that on me, and that's the accountability I like to see. So I thought it was a good move from Ron Rivera. And also, Ron has come out and saying that after the win, he said um, a lot of players like to do things like the like to stray away from the team and do things on their own. Mm-hmm. Maybe William Jackson was part of that. Like maybe it wasn't on Chris Harris. He had him in the position, but then maybe William Jackson took it upon himself to change this or do this or play it this way instead of playing yeah. that way, which caused all the penalties, his benching, his hurt back. Like, so I don't know if it's really on the DB. It could be on the player. Like there's only so much a DB coach can do. He can't get out there and execute. He can just only yeah. provide information to do so. So. Because everybody else is doing fine. St. Juice is doing okay. Kendall Fuller hasn't been mentioned lately, even though he should be, but he hasn't been. Bobby McCain's playing better. Uh, Cam Curl's playing better. So it's just like maybe it was a William Jackson thing. 
It so, could. Heck, we're gonna find out. We we we'll are gonna we find out. Minnesota and Philly. We're gonna we're, find we're, out. we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in just a little bit about finding out. But this is the last topic of the warm up that's gone. Yes. 44 minutes at this point. Uh, Washington Police Department just arrested one of the men involved in the Robinson shooting. Thanks, Joshua, for reminding us, getting us on uh, on track there, because that is exactly what we want to uh, talk about right now. What do you think, Stoner? Uh, I think it's uh, about time, first of all. But overall, it's just really sad. Hit that like button. We appreciate it. Good call there, Bonafide Picker. Um, it's really sad. The kid's 16 years old and he's out there robbing. I I think the the one they arrested is 16. Uh, they're looking for the 17 year old, but I mean, he's 16 years old and he's out and robbing and, and shooting folk. I mean, what is going on? I know it's, it happens everywhere, but, uh, it happened here and that's kind of why it's affecting us in this situation, but good. They got him. Hope they get the other guy. And hopefully instead of just throwing him, uh, in in jail and throwing away the key, maybe they can do a little bit of rehabilitation and straighten out the kid's life and yep. get him back into society. I'm also glad that they didn't just slide this case under the rug as just another homicide or whatever attempted homicide case or whatever it was. I'm glad they yeah. actually kept going with it and found some kind of justice just because it's the right thing to do and not just because oh, it's, it happens all the time. We'll just let it pass. So yeah. shout out to the law enforcement in DC for doing that. Yep. Absolutely. And for took a while, but he's, they got one. It took a while, but uh, hey. I, I, I hate to say this, but I, I mean, uh, thankfully that they brought him in, you know, alive. I mean, well. no, yeah. Don't feel bad right. saying that. I know morally it sounds bad, but I, I agree totally because a lot of these. I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to give them credit for it right. because that, no, that's what they yeah. should do. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Thankfully, thankfully they were able, to, and then they can do something like what Stoner said, which is maybe yeah, you know turn their life around so that way it isn't over before it even starts. Because that is just you know that is it is it is very stupid as bona fide talking yeah. uh, says in the comments here. I mean, it's a car. It's a they they. They, you can't even yeah. drive it legally, even if, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't drive anything legally. Just, and I was like, I'm not yeah. saying, like, so glad, glad, glad that uh, the young man was brought in safely. Hopefully, they get the second one. Glad that B Rob is healthy with it, especially because we're going to need them against these Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. More on that in the game. The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and DC. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.